You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Final hour fist pump time as we are celebrating Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks. Sean Treef, RJ Choppy, and Bobby Belt as we are getting set to fly out to Phoenix, Arizona. Peyton, I may want to spy on Stephen A. here to see if he thinks this is great for the Mavericks. So put that in queue. We're going to hear from the Tolos as well. Stephen A. called Kyrie's trade request idiotic. I mean, he has been cutthroat when it comes to criticizing Kyrie. So let's see if he thinks the Mavs are a winner or a loser. I think Basic uh, has been watching... Uh, TV all morning, and he said that this was a mistake for the Mavs uh, from Tim Legler. Tim Legler said that. So you get different analysts mm-hmm. out there as winners and losers. Uh, Choppy and I are for it. Bobby seems in the middle. Uh, so let's get your calls. And the truckwork.com text line at 877-881-1053. Tim McMahon, Mavs insider, was on his Hoops Collective podcast last night, and he said he would not have made this deal. If they make a deep playoff run now, maybe it ends up being worth it. But I would, did they seek my advice? No. Would I have advised them to make this deal? No. But they, you know, it's done. They did it. They went all in. They, you know, they had pressure. We've talked about the pressure that was on the Mavericks. And Luca had made it clear, hey, dude, I'm playing an MVP level. Like, come on, we're going to have give ourselves a chance or, or what? And if this didn't present itself, I, I think they could have said, hey, man, we get it. Trust us. It's it's priority one. Here's the plan going forward to summer. But I don't think with this presenting it, I think it would have been very difficult for them to look Luke in the eye. I'm talking Nico Harrison. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking about Mark Cuban, uh, you know, Jason Kidd to, to a certain extent. For them to look Luke in the eye and say, hey, we could have gotten that Kyrie deal done. We just didn't think it was worth it. I know this team's not going anywhere this year, but you know, this summer we're going to strike. I, that would have been tough. That would have been a really tough sell. Cover of the New York Daily News. He's your headache now, uh, man. So they and the Nets owner is like, get out of here. We're sick and tired of it. Yep. Get out of here. I, look, I do not blame. Um, you know, the Nets were going all in with KD and Kyrie and Harden. That was an obvious move. You know, you get Kyrie there, bring in KD, bring in Harden. Let's go, right? I, I do not blame them at all for that. And I don't blame them for sticking it to Kyrie at the end when he wanted out. And we all know he wanted to go to the Lakers and him not acquiescing. We, I, you know, I don't blame him one bit for that. He got what the best he could. Uh, uh, Joseph Sy is the, you know, the owner. He got the best he could. And that was maybe he did. Maybe maybe the Suns' offer was better with Chris Paul, uh, and Jay but, Crowder, and Jay Crowder, and, and and picks. But this is they 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 could have done worse. There's no doubt they could have done worse than what the Mavs gave uh, in return for Kyrie. And from Kyrie's from the Mavs' perspective, they had to do it. 
Vegas says the Mavs are more dangerous, and we agree with them. They moved from 33 to 1 to 10 to 1 to win the title. From 33 to 1 to 10 to 1. And now they're second in the West. So overall, the Celtics are the favorite at 3 to 1, then Milwaukee, then Denver, 15 to 2. The Mavericks are 10 to 1 above Golden State, Philly, the Clippers, Memphis, Brooklyn, Cavs, Suns, Lakers. And Wednesday night, Kyrie expected to make his debut against the Clippers uh, with the Morris boys doing battle. We got Markeith Morris in the trade. So if Marcus wants to screw with Luka, now we have a, uh, a a brother bodyguard. Yeah, do you think we'd actually get that? Yeah, like, like if Marcus goes into his normal screwing with Luka bit, does Markeith, is he the, the enforcer that steps up and goes like, back yeah. off? Yeah, if he's a true professional. But it's his brother. Blood aside. It's his brother. It's his twin. It's that it's mm. that, it's that that twin connection. Yeah, your blood is thicker than water, all that crap. Yeah. We are thick as thieves. That's, the, that's what they say. Kevin Gray threw Jerry <laughs> Jones into this yesterday uh, as KG. They called him to be on Sirius Radio, and he goes, imagine the Mavericks and the Rangers being more aggressive than Jerry and the Cowboys front office when it comes to off seasons. So Jerry got thrown into this. Some Cowboy fans have been hitting us up throughout the morning. Do you think this pushes Jerry? Do you think this gets in Jerry's head? Do you think this makes Jerry jealous in <laughs> terms of the headlines and he decides to do something moving forward? I think it's far more likely that Jerry could not name the other three teams in town. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he cares one bit. The only thing that upsets him is that we spent a almost the entire show on this. <laughs> That's all that he cares about. Yeah. He's not going to... Not, not gonna, Brian Schottenheimer? He's not going to change his the way he does things, and nor should he. Uh, you know, not, not because... Of the, I mean, he may, he may should change it, but not because somebody else in town right. is signing free agents. That's the wrong way to go about it. All right, y'all, hit us up. Logan and Rockwall, your take on Kyrie on the Diamond Factory hotline. Go ahead, Logan. Hey, good morning, boys. Um... My uh, my take is it reminds me a lot of the Rondo Dwight Powell trade. We got a rental. Um, we're going to see how it works out, and it could blow up in our face. And Markeith Morris may be the best piece of the trade, like Dwight Powell was the best piece of the <laughs> trade for Rondo. Um, it terrifies me. It reminds it reminds me a lot of To. Um, upside, yes, but cancer in the locker room causing problems. I just dude's a nutcase. Great basketball player. Great score, um, released Luca from minutes, et cetera. But I mean, it just—I don't understand why the Mavs are so focused on another point guard. Um, I think Dame Lillard was like the big talk, the hot talk uh, in summer, um, and I just don't understand why we're trying to go get get, a, get another point guard when Luca literally handles the ball every possession. Plus, uh, C Wood is not going to be even happier if he wasn't happy standing in the corner with Luca. Um, now he's got two guys to go stand in the corner and watch. So. I just I'm I'm interested to see how J Kid handles this, boys. So enjoy uh, enjoy Arizona. Great call, thank you. Can't disagree with anything there uh, from Rockwall. I can't disagree with any of it. I don't think they're trying to target. Well, they did want. They should have looked for point guard help in order to help Luca. That's why the loss of Brunson was a double whammy. Luca now leads the league in minutes, highest usage rate. Like LeBron was talking about the other day. LeBron, who's much older, is like getting run into the ground because they don't have any help. Uh, and and you don't want Luka Doncic dead tire with the gas tank on E in the playoffs at the very end like he was against the Warriors last year. So I don't think it was necessarily a point guard target for position. It's just any talent. 
That's how de- this is a desperation move. Ky- Kyrie can play off the ball. Yeah. Kyrie Kyrie doesn't need to handle the ball. I mean, he's that's his position. That's what he does. He creates everything like that. I get it. But I mean, he's he's had to play off of the ball before. Harden has sometimes controlled the ball when they were together. Uh, LeBron would. I know LeBron played a lot of power forward and center when they were together. But LeBron did you know, bring the ball up a lot. And so Kyrie's shown he can play off the ball. That's that's not a concern for me. And it's funny that the talk about Damian Lillard there, when we were talking to Coop earlier and he was saying like he couldn't really think of an ana- like an analogous player. To me, that's who I think of with Kyrie. I think of Lillard with like more Iverson-like handles. There is, uh, this is also 2023. There are no positions anymore in the NBA. Yes. Just throw five guys out there and go. We, we've stopped. We've stopped with position. Now, the, obviously, you know you're not going to have a, a center play point guard, but yeah, it, it doesn't. Like the, the game has changed so much. The like ball, you know, ball handler point. Like that is the only real like you have yeah. a job on it. Like I mean, every there are other jobs obviously, but clearly that is a important skill set yeah. is bringing up the ball and controlling the offense. This is Don Nelson's NBA. <laughs> Finally got the Anthony Mason point forward. Finally got the point forward. <laughs> Tyler, you're next up on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Tyler, how you feeling about Kyrie on the Mavs? I, man, I love it. I love it. I think there's going to be some exciting basketball. You know, what I wonder is if this does sour, is that Mark Cuban's chance to go, ha, see, told you so. Doesn't matter what we do. Thanks, guys. Well, I hope he doesn't take that approach. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. They invested high draft capital in Dennis Smith Jr. They traded for Porzingis. They're now trading for Kyrie. Throughout his history, he's traded for Jason Kidd, Antoine Walker, Antoine Jameson, mm-hmm. Rafe LaFrance, Nick Van Exel. He has he's he's pushed it before when he thinks it makes sense. Let's get to Rick and Irving. Rick, you're next up on the Diamond Factory Hotline. Go ahead. Hey guys, uh, good morning. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to probably be in the minority. I hate this trade. I think it's terrible. Uh, the guy just brings baggage everywhere he goes. He could not play with LeBron. He could not play with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Gordon Haywood. He could not play with James Harden and Kevin Durant. What makes you think he's going to survive in with Luka Doncic? Yeah. Uh, this guy has won in four years in Brooklyn. He won one playoff series. Jalen Brunson won more in one, last year. Uh, with the Mavericks. This guy is not what we think he is. He is a scorer. He is a me first only. Uh, and, and and he's nothing but a health concern. The guy has had shoulder injuries and ankle injuries and knee injuries. What makes you think he's going to be A, healthy, and B, a good teammate for everyone around? Rick, I have no answer for you. <laughs> there is no answer. Uh no one is going to argue whatsoever the great talent. No one is going to argue he's the Kanye of the NBA. And no one has an answer for why is this going to be any different. It's not going to be any different. You know, he's he's going to be the same kind of guy he has been. Uh, is he you, – you, you could argue that he is uh, – the, the, the he is not – you can't argue this. He is a super talented individual. Uh, you could argue all his points, all his opinions that he has – uh, you know, from from literally everything, literally everything he's ever touched on. And not to mention that, but the fact that you don't know when he is going to play and when he is not going to play. Mm-hmm. All those can be discussed and debated and challenged, um, but you can't challenge the talent. The talent's there. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think that that's a controversial opinion that we just heard, because I think we all agree 
this will at some point it's just how long do you have this will at some point end poorly yes it's not this is not going to just be happily ever after and Kyrie Irving's here for the next decade and he's getting his jersey lifted in the rafters that's not happening the Mavericks are probably going to have to hope that the uncertainty of the Western Conference this year can be taken out by one-on-one one-on-one basketball and it has to be Luka or Kyrie hot that given night and that mm-hmm. their individual performances or those two together can out firepower whoever they're playing. Unless they work out something else for some defense and some rebounding a few days here before the trade deadline. The problem is there's not a lot of sellers, uh, according to some league insiders, because everyone's in it. Everyone's in it. Joe in Dallas, you're next up on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Go ahead, Joe. What's up, boys? Good morning. Um, man, I'm 24 years old, and I've been waiting my whole life to see a blockbuster trade like this. Yeah. We finally get it. Um, yeah, the guy's problematic, but at the end of the day, to win in this league, you got to have two, you know, superstars. Not to mention we have two, uh, you know, starting all-stars on our team. So I love the move. I'm a little worried about our defense, but we're in win-now mode, especially if you look at the West. Uh, so I love it, man, and I'm, you know, I'm excited and I'm hoping we can go win a win a championship. So that's yeah, my take. who was the last established superstar that has come to DFW? I mean, I'm not talking about drafting Micah; he becomes one. I'm not talking about drafting Luca. Who is the last? Because that's what I thought I was getting when I moved here, you know, 12 years ago. Home of the Cowboys. Oh, Jerry's gonna go get prime time every other year. He's gonna go sign Charles Haley. And Catboy put that to sleep real quick. No, no Degrom, no Seager in consideration. Like since that's yeah, just before, very recent. Before like the but, last three yeah, months. Here, and also Degrom's thirty four, so here, he's not technically in his prime. These these are some of the biggest names that I can recall being acquired to come into Dallas for the sports teams. Porzingis, no. Jason Kidd, out older. of his prime. He was out of his prime. He was an he was an all star, averaging almost a triple double when right, he got he traded was, here. He was still. I mean, look at look at how he old was. He was. He was a, he, I'm saying he was at the all star game. He was considered the best point guard in the NBA when they no, traded for him. No. He was past mm, his prime though. I think like, he was definitely past. Rajon Rondo was a star when they traded for him. Not on this level. Yeah, Amari, I'm not discounting yours. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, they're yeah. not as big. Cliff Lee was considered a Cy Young yes. pitcher when they acquired him. Right, but the last one to, to like yes, Cliff Lee is absolutely right. To, to Pac Man Jones, Amari Cooper. Uh, hockey, which my limited knowledge, but uh, Pavelski, Brett Hull, uh, uh yeah, the, the, the big ones, Jason uh, Arnott, Bill Guerin. A lot of those guys, though, were acquired via trade. This was a trade, so this was so was this, yeah. The last guy that signed here freely on his own outside of Seeger, DeGrom, A Rod, we're not counting Beltre, no, I mean, he, Beltre- wasn't a, he, wasn't a, he wasn't a superstar on this level. At that time, the commissioner, right. the commissioner of baseball killed the deal. Killed the deal. Yeah, this is this is this is Dion. This is a Rod. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is like, and, th- and those are rare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jason Kidd's first year here, he was thirty-four, and then when he got traded back, mm-hmm. and he was nine and nine. I, I just remember old spot up three point shooting. So he, was. He, he, he was he was versatile great. defensively. He was a great off the ball. He was a great defender. Uh, he was uh, he was tr- he had tremendous hands. He yeah. became a better three point shooter when he got here. Absolutely. But he good. was when he was traded here with the Nets. He was averaging eleven, ten, and eight. 
he was like he was like the top he was the starting point guard I think in the All Star game. Yeah, that's not the best point guard of the NBA. If you're he was the starting point. I don't guard. care. It is so the best what? Point it doesn't guard. matter. The All Star game's a joke with the voting like oh the Pro my Bowl. Gosh, what are, you, what are you talking about? Eight seven seven eight eight one one. You're you're sneaky. Bad takes. It's, it's, it's a good thing that I'm here <laughs> to call you out in your BS when you want to make it work for you. The All Star vote. He got the All Star vote. He I'm just best. saying he was the number one point okay. guard in the NBA at the time. Eight seven seven eight. We're going to cross talk with KMC. I'm not going down this road. I got to stick with the clock. I got enough for you to recap Fan Bowl and preview our trip to the Super Bowl. What's going to happen? We have the fan draft. Who's getting taken first and last? Let's preview our trip to Arizona and Kyrie cross talk with KMC next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Kyrie Crosstalk with the KMC Masterpiece is coming up tomorrow. We're going to have another Adam Sandler ticket giveaway. Thanks to everyone who came out to Revolver Brewing for Fan Bowl 2023. RJ Choppy takes the on-air championship. I won my $100 bet with Bobby Belt beating him straight up. The script gave it to you. The script. That was not one fairly. Gave it yeah. to me. You know what? I, what, I do wonder what would you rather have: the hundred dollars in hand or year-long bragging rights for being the champion? Oh, good question. Ooh, for being like your spot, would you rather be a hundred? I'm sure Sean would take beating me, just in general. Me I and mean, my it's not really ego. that great of an accomplishment. It's not an accomplishment, but you'll just take the oh, yeah. basking in the. Trying to crush my ego, which will never be crushed. Well, and RJ way. had a Mickey Mouse path to the championship. Oh! Beat Chiafalo, who doesn't know football at all. Ruben, who he didn't know who Ruben was. Young guy. And then Joey, who's a hockey guy. It was Ru- the old NFC East. Yeah. Ruben was a uh, Ruben was the best player that I faced. He was the, oh. Sorry. I, I feel sorry. Sorry, Joey. But uh, Ruben was the best player. <laughs> I faced. Yeah. But Choppy uh, displayed his dominance. And he walks home. What would you rather have? The bragging rights or the 100 bucks? I think the 100 bucks. Same. I don't see the other guys that I don't. I never see. I don't see Chia follow that often. Yeah. Now I tell you this: couldn't have picked a better week. I'm gonna rub it. it into him all week long. Mark, 
What a say. <laughs> um, so no, but were you uh, were you regretting it all a little bit later that you talked me off of five hundred dollars? No. No? No, because I need to look out for your stupidity. Your wife would have killed you. You're too. a drunk idiot when you get to that degree, and I gotta rein you in. I gotta make sure that you're still at the facility. I gotta make sure Hey, here's the weird thing. He was so drunk. He's like, All right, I'm going to the Venmo. I mean, I'm going to the ATM. I said, We can Venmo each other. We'll do the hundred bucks. Chiafalo is trying to keep him there, and he's like, "No, no, I got to go to the ATM." I said, "It's a four dollar charge. You're gonna go. You're gonna pay a four dollar extra charge." Yep. Well, Venmo right here. He insisted he had to go to the ATM to get out the hundred. It's bucks. the visual, dude. Especially because they it wasn't even five twenties. The ATM gave you a hundred dollar bill. It's the visual of having a hundred dollar bill right there on the table. I mean, that's a good visual, but like, you know, you could just. I would say that soberly. That had nothing to do with it. I just wanted to have the visual up there. It was a, it was a, it was a nice aesthetic. That's all I was worried about. It, so, lo- it looked good. Speaking of twenties or whatever, so we're doing the lotto again. Oh, oh yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Chop, tonight? Chop is it? It's tonight, and we got to buy him tonight, like today, because I don't want to have to buy a ticket in Arizona and deal with whatever Arizona's laws are for getting a. So you're gonna buy ticket. it before we go to the airport? Yeah, I'm literally gonna leave here. I'm gonna go downstairs and buy one. So if uh, y'all are in for twenty. We'll uh, we'll go again. I'm in. And this is for the seven hundred million. Seven, yeah, thirty-seven or something. We're not playing like that. for the peanuts. We don't no, care. this is yeah, this is this has reached uh, more our our level. Oh, thank you. There you go. There we go. There's, uh, there's tw- twenty ten on you. You you can just Venmo. We don't, I don't need have to, a ten. Oh, we, no, he can Venmo. Oh, it's cool for him. Well, because that's not an aesthetic. That's lottery, Sean. It's different. <laughs> All right. So thanks to everyone who rolled on out to Fanball. Make sure you don't miss the next fan event that we have with all of the different Tolos. It was awesome at Texas Live. Even you, Coach Matt Rule, who shut me down for the interview. <laughs> now let's preview today. Are you excited? This is your first official show trip. Arizona yeah. Super Bowl coverage. I mean, I'm excited other than the plane. Uh, don't like flying. Hate it. Um, and so that will will not be fun. Um, what but do you I'm, do on the plane? I generally like will. What's your, what are your habits? I tend to. Uh, so I, what I do is I've, I've got a song downloaded so I can be in airplane mode. And then I pick a three-minute song. And then as the wheels go off, I hit play on it. And I have my headphones on. Because I know statistically, if a flight hasn't had a problem within the first three minutes of it, it's unlikely to crash at that point. So I know that three-minute song lets me know. As soon as the song ends, I can go, ah, I can relax now. And only have to worry about uh, landing now. Which is that is a also, real stat? Yeah. Yeah. First three, if something doesn't go wrong within the first three minutes of a flight, it's generally like. Like when they take off or like before when they're when like, they we got to change well, out something. We got to defrost. Take off. It's, it's the first three minutes of a flight or where if a, if a flight goes down, it usually happens within the first three minutes of a flight. Like the issue occurs within the first three. They minutes. say you need altitude, air, airspeed, and an idea if you're a pilot. Yep. And so uh, I'll do that. And then as soon as I do that, I switch over to the video that I've downloaded, which is usually air disasters cool. or what a wonderful thing to watch. Final destination or flight plan or um, no, the Sully. I'm dead serious. That's why what would I watch. you watch it? Because why would you watch that? Because he's sick. Because I want like I I I'm gonna think what I'm gonna think. So I'd rather just sit there and watch confirmation and feel like I have validation for the way that I think and goes, yeah, see, look, it's air disasters. My word, every single one where it's like this plane went down and like all these people are gone now. And then it's like, and it wouldn't have happened if this pilot would have flipped a switch over here. The whole plane would have stayed up. Why don't they just stop the flight once they feel that thing happen in the first three minutes? We can't. can't. 
Can't what? You can't just stop the flight in the first. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like you're not go back on the ground. So, no, no, no. Well, but once, but they, once they hit V1, yeah. that, that's that's the, the point where they have to. Yeah, V1 <laughs> rotate. Okay. Once you hit V1, that's the point where you got to take off. Regardless, it's better to take off. Then you got to kind of circle back, and then you're dealing with the you know the the little master warning that you, that I hear on air disasters all the time. Terrain, terrain, pull up, pull up, terrain, terrain. God, yeah. I thought I was the only person that watched that show. I love that show. It's, it's so good. Show, it's done so well. All right, Choppy. You love traveling. I hate it. Uh, set us up for Phoenix. What are you looking forward to? Uh, well, I'm looking forward to 70 degree weather and then a 40 degree drop in temperature at night. That's what it's going to be every day. It's, it's, it's like total desert weather to this week out there. It's like 75 during the day and 40 at night. I've always enjoyed Phoenix. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that Mexican restaurant you and I went to. <laughs> How are we going to find it? I don't know. We'll find it. I have it. no idea. We'll, we'll, we'll just go. We'll, one of us will remember the name when we see it pop up. I don't know. One of us will remember the name. I don't know. Or the menu or something. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, Pepe, do you have any FOMO? Oh, yeah. Lots of FOMO. Really? Especially when y'all are having fun, going out and stuff, um, going to restaurants. Yeah. I'll be like, man, maybe I should have rethought this producing thing and maybe been a host or something. Well, you have <laughs> to have honor talent to do that. Yeah. Oh, uh, damn. So not really a choice. Oh, damn, Sean. Not really an option for That's you. Fired. But it'll be me and Ryan here, so we're going we're gonna to have fun. And the get right. And oh, he's talking about me being <laughs> unnecessary. Mine was clearly they were they were making jokes about it on Saturday. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, I'm looking forward to I I, I love watching uh, the virginity being taken of the young guys. Uh, they, mark, don't mark that. <laughs> taking it all. Don't know. <laughs> I meant like radio <laughs> new. Yep, new the young guys. Yep. New, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, don't use that. That's no, like please use it. That's like that's like Chris Hansen born <laughs> watch this. No, 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 no. No, no, no. New radio experiences for Chia Follow and Wolchuk. I just I, I, I love watching them wide eye. They're gonna be walking. That's all they were talking about fanball Saturday. What's it gonna be like? What should we expect? What are we gonna do? And I was like, I just I just I just wanna see their see their faces for the initial reactions, walking into the room and seeing the NFL network set and see Barry Sanders walk by and Joe Montana over mm-hmm. there. You know, I always, I always freak out at these things still, Bobby. I get, I get, uh, what do we call it? I still Star get, struck. get it. I still get yeah, starstruck. You get starstruck sure. I still get starstruck. I still think it's cool. You know, like Emmett Smith just plops down, sits next to us, having all the different radio shows. What this does for me, it really like reaffirms like the station that you're at. And what type of group you have, because it's going to be at times seven deep on one radio show at different times. And we're all going to be out of the same bar. We're all going to be out of the same restaurant. So I think the young guys are going to absolutely love their first radio experience of this type. This is what I, I'm dead serious. Like Chia Fallon and Wolchuk, you talk about how uh, bright eyed and bushy tailed they are yeah. about it all. Uh, Chia Fallon and Wolchuk had said when they got the G bag gig. They were. They said on the air. They were like that. They like we took this gig because we get to go to training camp in the Super Bowl. Like that was like they're excited. So this is like this is. And they needed to eat. Yeah, they needed to eat. there's that too. They couldn't work the second job anymore. Yeah, uh, but they are. They are like I know that's what they were. That was the perk they were most thrilled about was getting to go hang out with everybody and it'll be fun. It'll be a good uh, a bonding experience. Yes. Uh, so that's uh that's my preview. Any more flight previews after Bobby? You know, oh well, you don't. Can I get a Chinese balloon update real quick first? Uh, it's been shot down, Sean. At okay. least one of them has. What's the deal? 
So it's a spy balloon. Chinese had a, supposedly had a spy balloon. One was over like Montana. They were looking down on John Dutton's ranch at Yellowstone. And the other one was over the Atlantic. How did we figure out it belonged to the Chinese? Twitter, I think. <laughs> okay. I think. I don't know. Somebody figured it out. Uh, but they uh, they shot it down. And uh, you you can't you'd have to be uh, you know hovering over U.S. airspace, you know, trying to figure out our weak spots. So how, how do they how are they figuring things out in the air balloon, like intercepting? So it's like uh, what are they spying on? Like say it wasn't the, over Carolina where we get in the the Duke basketball Duke Carolina, chance, Duke Carolina game. Uh, that's that, that's one of them. Uh, so it was over the Atlantic and by North Carolina. There was the other one was uh, over uh, like Montana. Montana. And you know they're, they're they could be doing anything surveillance taking photos. There's there's nuclear silos in Mo- Montana that uh. they were that that was the the thing that concerned them. But this balloon apparently I read this week I had no idea. Like you see the picture of it, it's like oh it looks like a little weather balloon. It's the size that they said it was the size of two school buses. That balloon that was really? up there, which is massive. Yeah. Wow, that is really big. So this just got found out, and like, have we like gone in to figure out what they've acquired, or is that we, possible? We, we don't know what they've acquired. I mean, they could have had anything. We're uh, waiting to hear what Kyrie says about it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll just find out about it on TikTok. Is that we'll is do. that the first? All right, let's just say your media career ends. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It'll end Wednesday. Tomorrow morning, I know it'll end Wednesday with Orlovsky. But you're done in media, and you go to the Kyrie press conference. Uh-huh. Are you asking him about the air balloon? What's your one question? I am not asking that. I am an instigator, and I am somebody who quietly tells people to ask aggressive questions in their ear and then tries to pay them money to do it. So I don't feel the repercussions of it, but I can laugh when it happens. <laughs> that's okay. that's how I go. So the, and yeah, what would I would be say, your instigation? I would say uh, – I, I would ask him about the Chinese balloon. I would say, did you have to, were, were you traded from Brooklyn because you were too close to the DeMar Hamlin body double and you were getting too close uh, to sniffing that out in about, New York? What about what really happened to JFK? Exactly. Well, that's why he's here. Well, that's why he's right? here. That, that's why he came here. He's a, his, his first stop is going to be the grassy knoll. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt he's going to stand on the X in the middle of the street, take photos and try to figure out what happened. Uh, by the way, thanks to the Tolos uh, sending in the Sean Payton salary is apparently about eighteen million dollars. That's high. Damn, that's like uh, a Sean Sharif salary. That's yeah, very high. <laughs> are, we, are we getting? Do we get expense meals out here? Have we figured this out? I mean, I'm gonna expense them. Yeah, they can kick them back if they want to. But I'm still gonna do are it. you are you gonna go ahead and turn in an expense report or make uh, the rest of us look bad? I don't. Know. I mean, I, I've I've missed a couple, but uh, I'm I'll turn it in. I promise this time because my wife will be on me. Did you see Kyrie's Twitter spree this morning? By the way, no. He had a bunch of tweets. Thank you, Nets world fans and supporters for the love on and off the court. Forever grateful. Live out my dream as a kid with y'all. It will always be love for me and my family. Then he goes. Pouring libations for all of the ancestors in the universe. Thank you for the guidance and assistance along the journey. I honor you and love you. Blessings. And then he says, emotional maturity, intelligence, awareness is key to thriving in this life. Remaining grounded allows me to maneuver through the natural chaos of life. Not everything needs a reaction and not everyone deserves to see who I truly who I truly I am. What I got to stay poised. What is his handle now? Kyrie Irving. Okay. Because I'm trying to find it, and I'm having a difficult time. It's literally just at Kyrie Irving. Because he has changed it over the last several times. But there's another word here next to the verification. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. Did you know he was represented by his stepmother? Yes. uh, You did know that? Yeah, I I knew. It was a couple of while ago that that he did How unique is that? Very. The stepmother. Yes, very unique. Is representing. So there you go. Okay, let's see how someone on KMC is feeling about this. I almost had a fight with him yesterday on the fan text, uh, our group messages.
Let's recap Fanball and Kyrie Crosstalk with KMC next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Kyrie Monday continues here on Sean and RJ. It's time to crosstalk with the KMC masterpiece. Mike Bassett, Corey Majors, and Kevin Hagelin sick again? No, he's uh, he signed a deal with Portland Radio. And, <laughs> Portland uh, Radio? And so he, you know how he hops on with them and yeah. does his contract uh, work was, with them. Yeah, it was part of the Gavin Dawson trade. We had to give him a Hagee spot. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, good morning, fellas. Corey, what's coming up? Not a clue. Um, we have not sent the run sheet to ourselves yet. Uh, but I know that we're, like, we have Mike and Kyrie. We're going to be just fine. I will say this. At 1 o'clock, because we have Kay Adams this week. And she's on my list. Sit down. We, yes. Yes. Uh, Where is she going to sit? Sh- um, <laughs> in a chair, Chop. No, I mean, like, next to you? Or? <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> why did you take it there? Uh, why, the, why would you think that that's why I, I would? Do you, you know me? Answer. Do you the know me? Why would you was think it? I would take it there? But we have, and she's on my list, along with Jennifer Aniston, Margot Robbie, and that's a couple of Joey's other, girl. Uh, Lily James, who played Pam Anderson in the thing. Anyway. My wife has has said, okay, here are some pickup lines. So she has given me uh, some pickup lines to use. That's awesome. And we will find out if my wife wants this to succeed or not. I've not seen the lines yet. So, All right, Michael, where do you stand on the trade? Not a fan of it, but I'm going to be hopeful as a Mavs fan it works out. So I've said this on the air. This was a couple years ago with Jared Sandler. We said this off the air. We had this discussion. And I brought it on the air, but it wasn't like we had tons of conversations because it wasn't like Kyrie was ever coming to Dallas back then. But our conversation was, if you could take Kyrie Irving for free, they're like, here he is. You have to take his contract, but you don't have to give up a single person on your team. And both Sandler and I said, no, we do not want Kyrie Irving. He will. This was a little bit after Boston, maybe one year into Brooklyn. And it was like, he is just a total franchise destroyer. That being said, yes, I'm optimistic. He is a second superstar. You usually need to have two stars to win a championship. So there's positives to look at it. And sometimes guys like Kyrie Irving, they play nice for a short amount of time. And can you get the most out of that half a year, year and a half? I mean, I would, you know, it would be a miracle if you got three years out of Kyrie with somewhat not major issues. But I, that's how, that's where I'm at with it. I, when we talked on Saturday, I said Dinwiddie and Hardaway to get, because I said Hardaway is a 75% negative player. Somewhat Joey, I call him Joey Gallo Hardaway because 75% of the time, Joey Gallo is going to affect your team negatively. But 25% of the time, you're like, oh my God, he's hot. He's on fire. Home runs left and right. 
And with Tim Hardaway Jr., there's 25% of the games you're like, he is on fire. He can't miss right now. But it's just the other 75% of the time where you're like, this is this is killing us right now. So they gave up a lot. But then when you saw all the deals come out, I thought the media did a great job. Usually we don't get this. On what did the Lakers offer? What did the Clippers offer? What did Phoenix offer? And I thought, wow. I mean, the Mavs did give the best offer, but it was very competitive. You think it was definitely better than the Suns? That seems to be the the kind of uh, pushback from people like, whoa, the Suns offer was better. I think most Chris people, Paul, most people think Chris Paul's Pace. done. I think every NBA scout would say Jor- Dorian Finney-Smith is better than Jay Crowder at this point. And then... Um, Dinwiddie. Yeah, and and then I guess, you know, Dinwiddie, it's interesting. Obviously, they thought Dinwiddie has a little bit more value than Chris Paul, and it seems like if you're following Woj and everything, they might be trying to package Dinwiddie in another deal to do something else. So it's kind of not 100% sure that Dinwiddie's actually going to stick in Brooklyn. What other names or deals, because we know you do all this homework, what other Mavs possibilities did you feel like were out there or could be out there still? It's very tough because I think – I'm a Christian Wood fan. The Mavs are not. If you traded Christian Wood for Marcus Morris, it works out financially one for one. I think you're taking a lesser player, but they would maybe like the veteran mm-hmm. guy, the bully type of guy. It's it's interesting to me because rebounding is a major issue with the Mavs. And I get rebounds matter when you get them. But Christian Wood is everything statistically Porzingis was. He's 20 points. He's eight rebounds. He's a block shot a game. Now, I get they're different players, and you get them in different moments and everything like that, and Christian Wood might not be a guy smart-wise that you want on the court the last three to four minutes of a game. But Chris Porzingis does nothing the last three or four minutes of NBA basketball games either. That's when he fades the most in his evaluation of how much is he giving you, but they don't like him. So we're trying to move a dude who's 20 and 10, who the league doesn't really care too much about, but that's your hope is somehow, some way. My biggest thing now is, is can we unload Hardaway to Cleveland for Kevin Love? Because you take on Kevin Love's, I don't care about Kevin Love. He's an expiring contract, yep. but he has played with Kyrie. So, and we're so bad when it comes to our big man depth that maybe he could give you 10 to 15 minutes a night in the playoffs on this team. Corey, how would you vote that you're happy about this? You're not happy about this, or you don't know how to feel. Um, I mean, don't know how to feel is the the clear thing. Like when I called in yesterday, we got Kanye. Uh, it's just we might not have gotten my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy Kanye. We might have gotten Yay. You know, we might have gotten that version. And you don't know which version you're going to get on a on a night to night basis. And so that's where that's where if if the dude just decides I'm not showing up for the next three games, like what are you going to do about it? But Man, this is the best two-star tandem we've ever seen in DFW. Ever. Uh, this is this is Luca's right there, and this dude's right there with him. So to see that, you're gonna be entertained as hell if you go to a game. I'm surprised. Have they already sold out the rest of their tickets for however long he's here? Because if he shows up, that place is gonna be packed and pumped. Michael, let me know. Tolo Mike, we saw you at Revolver. Uh if the tickets have jumped up. Oh, yeah. How's Arvita Sabonis? <laughs> <laughs> they're they're good. Every what the weirdest thing is, 
it's the beginning of Super Bowl week, and everybody is talking about the Dallas Mavericks. Yep. Like, that's a really weird phenomenon. I will say nationally, I, I woke up at 2 a.m. That's how I got four hours of kind of information of, of this thing, watching all kinds of stuff. And then I turned on, you know, the national shows that were on television, and they're not really talking much about the Mavs. It's about Brooklyn. It's about Kyrie. It's Durant. about the Lakers, right? It's all Durant, Lakers. Yeah, why didn't the Lakers? Brooklyn. Yeah, and so you're not getting a lot of Mavs information yet, or at least a lot of na- national perspective. I will yeah. say Tim Legler did hate the trade. He was immediately on ESPN at 7 a.m. and said, "I think this is a desperation, horrible move." He called. Kyrie Irving said, I'm not going to talk about off the court. I don't know him off the court. I don't know him as a person, but on the court, he believes he's a narcissist. Legs has hated the Mavs for like 20 years for no reason, so I don't. Well, the only thing I would ask Tim Legler and anyone else who has that same opinion, which I understand, is what else did you what think else? they were going to get? What else did you think they were going to do? That's what I would come back. And if you and if people can't come back with a confident answer on that, which I don't think we were confident because we all destroy Mark Cuban and we've never gotten a true star number two, uh, then I get it. I get I get why they did it. The, the the viable path for me would have been one that would not have been popular either is try to unload some of those contracts and take a step back as a team. Like, I would have been comfortable for that. But on the flip side, I definitely get whether, like, hey, you have a transcendent player in the NBA. Let's not even waste a half of a season. They've already wasted, like, four. That's not their viewpoint, though. That's, I know. Now they have gotten. They have improved. I mean, they they went, they went you know gradually. Yeah. And they have taken the normal progression of a young NBA team. Get beat the first round. They're not young. They just have one young player. Right. But you know, like, <laughs> like, but of a, yeah. of a of a new get beat I, the first round. Get beat the first round again. Then make a little bit of a run. And like that's the natural progression. You don't very now. Now lately they have because of super teams. But typically, you've got to suffer. In yeah. the playoffs for a while in well, the, the NBA. And one of the worst things, and Gavin Dawson said it when I was with G-Bag Nation, and he's correct. Unfortunately, Luka was way too good too quick. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing, too, is unfortunately you had to trade a pick to get Luka. You had to trade two picks to get Porzingis. But really, championship teams are built when you get Luka, you're still – Kevin Durant didn't make a difference in Oklahoma City slash Seattle. So then they picked fourth and yeah. got Westbrook. Westbrook made no difference. And then they picked third and got Harden. And then they traded. And then later in the draft, they got Ibaka. And then all of a sudden, they're sitting there with a plethora of young, talented guys to start building. It was, we got Luka. Now let's just go get a whole bunch of old guys and put them with them. Are you against it? I think what Corey said, I don't love the deal in terms of the asset management part of it, but... In terms of what Corey said about who the hell knows, I think that's probably a fair takeaway. What's the, the difference between the Rondo, the Lamar Odom, what's and KP? What are what's the difference between the trades with those guys? Those Lamar Odom didn't want to be here, right? He, I, I was standing there when while we were interviewing Rick Carlisle, wow. and Odom walks right. up the stairs and he goes, "You got my back, right, Coach? Tell him you got my back." And he just rolled his eyes like, "I can't." I don't know what I'm dealing with, guys. Oh, yay. And so, like, I remember I that it. with Rondo. <laughs> I was told it's not going to be a great fit on the floor. And then he just was like, I quit. Uh, KP never showed up. That's where I'm con- like, that's what we're all concerned about the most is here's another failed trade like this that's going to blow up in their the, face with a star. The difference is Kyrie is better than, like, 
those three guys combined. Like he's, <laughs> he's so freaking good. He's more dangerous in every way, right? He's more dangerous in a positive way, and he's oh, more yeah. dangerous oh, in a negative way. Yeah, like we've way. said all morning, make no mistake, this will end poorly. Yes. It's going to. It's just how, how long do you yeah. have? It will end bad. Which month? What, which year? What did you call it? It's a uh, it's, it's a, a term. Ter- it's a terminal diagnosis. What's the prognosis, though? Oh, no. It's it's a, a, it is. The rela- t- it, that's what you're looking but at. But if we is. win a championship along the way, you're like, eh. Exactly. Gun right. for hire. Yeah. Uh, a year... Year and a half. I feel like two years would be. That would be. That would be. Maybe would thirty be games. A, Who knows? A miracle. Maybe. Maybe. Do you think they can win in a year and a half? Sure, they can win. They can, I, they can I, win in four months. I know, you can win this year. I know that I feel better about their chances of winning it now than I would have on Friday with that team. Uh, can I, to Bobby? Mm-hmm. I agree with what you just said. Mm-hmm. So LeBron the terminal, the terminal and Wade part, and Bosh talked about chemistry now i know they made it to the nba finals but they were just like it really took us a lot of games to figure out how we're going to work off of each other you don't think it's going to take time for Kyrie and luca to figure out how to really work off of each other to get the most out of their games together i think Kyrie's already played with someone very similar style wise and harden and they succeeded instantly when they were on the court together and i think Kyrie is really good off the ball or leading the offense he's flexible to do whatever and I don't think it's likely they'll win a title, but when you have two of the best players in the NBA, like you have two top 10 players, it's like, yeah, you could get hot and they could click for a run that would lead you to win a title. I'll agree with you on Kyrie because that's a great point. Luka's never played with anybody like this, so how is Luka going to quickly adjust to? Yeah. First of all, I'll, I'll talk about this later. Thank God we do have Kyrie for this. We can't get a shot off with 10 seconds to go yeah. in the game. Like, Luka's not fast enough, right. quick enough. He can't. He's scared to death of free throws. So we do have now a guy who can make free throws at the end of the game and a guy who, Luca, watch, because Kyrie's way better than you the last 10 seconds of basketball games. All right, you're getting that and so much more. We will see you in Phoenix in a few hours. Heck yeah. The KMC Masterpiece is next right here on 105.3 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 